Good evening, everybody. We're glad that you've joined us tonight on this September 9th for a time of fresh prayer. We want to remind you that um, if you have prayer requests, you can send them in at any time. You can use the Church Center app. You can email them to prayer at hillcrestjamestown.com or you can call the church office at 716-483-3331 and leave your requests there. Okay, before we spend some time together in prayer, I'd like us to turn to the Old Testament book of Psalms 46. Just spend a few minutes together in the psalm. Psalm 46. I want to read the first verse out of the New International Version. It says this, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Now, if you take a look at that passage, you'll notice that the psalmist mentions two things about God in this verse. And I want to look at them real quick before we spend some time together in prayer. First one is this. It says that God is our refuge. Sometimes it can be translated, God is our stronghold, or translated, God is our fortress. Oftentimes in the Psalms, all three words are used interchangeably. In fact, if you notice a little bit later on in the passage, it talks about the city of Jerusalem. And if you know anything about the city of Jerusalem, if you've been there or you've seen the picture of it, you'll know that it was a fortress. There were walls all the way around the city. Even today, if you go there, not so much around the new city, but the old city, the walls are still there. Kind of like uh, during the Middle Ages, they would have fortresses or castles with moats around it, or even in the earlier days of our history here in America, we had forts, wooden forts during the Revolutionary War or the war with the Indians. Like down in Pittsburgh, it's Fort Pitt. Other places, there are other forts. So Jerusalem was a fortress. It was a place where they could go and be sheltered and protected against all of the dangers that were going to happen. Now, there's a wonderful illustration about how God is our fortress. The illustration is found in the, the Second Chronicles, and it tells a story about how at one time there were three armies marching towards Jerusalem, and they were intent on destroying the city. And King Jehoshaphat got wind of it, and he knew that his army wasn't strong enough to protect them, and the fortress of Jerusalem wasn't strong enough to protect them. So what did he do? He went to the temple, and he cried out to God, said, God, we need your help. What can we do? You need to protect us. You remember how God responded? God said to King Jehoshaphat, go to the wall and tell the people to go to the wall with you. Stand there and look out and watch what happens. Watch how I will deal with this problem. And indeed, it was a problem. So they did. They went out to the wall and they began to watch those three armies marching toward them. It must have been a terrifying experience. But they watched as they marched. And interestingly enough, all of a sudden, the three armies turned against themselves began to kill themselves. It was a, a, just an awesome sight 
to see what God did. Now, in Second Chronicles, it says when the Israeli army went out to see what happened, it says this. So then, the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, and they saw all dead bodies lying around on the ground. As far as the eye could see, not a single one of the enemy had escaped. Wow. They didn't depend upon the city to be the fortress. Mm -hmm. They depended upon God to be the fortress. God was their fortress, just like what the psalmist tells us here in Psalm 46. Many times God protects us from difficulties, protects us from detours, protects us from dead ends, struggles, storms, all kinds of things that tend to come our way. God protects us from them. Now, the second thing that the psalmist mentions in this psalm is that God is not only our fortress or our refuge, but secondly, that God is our strength. God is our strength. Look again at the verse. It says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. So sometimes God shields us from problems and difficulties and storms. I wish he did that all the time, but he doesn't. Sometimes God allows us to go through those storms. But he promises to give us the strength to go through those storms. And not only that, but he promises to be with us. He is our ever-present help during those storms. Now again, the Bible illustrates this. In the Gospels, we find the story of the disciples getting into the boat. Jesus tells them to get in the boat go to the other side of the lake or the Sea of Galilee. And as they were going, you know the story well, this storm arose. It was huge. Now, these guys were seasoned fishermen. They knew what it was like to be on the lake. They knew and had experienced many storms before. But the Bible says this storm was, was fearful. They were very much afraid. It was a huge storm. So they ran to the back of the boat. They cried out to Jesus, Don't you care if we drowned? And you know what Jesus did. He stood up and he, the Bible says that uh, he said, Peace be still. And the winds and the waves were quiet. And they were totally amazed. They wondered, Who is this man that even the wind and the waves obey him? Now, the point is this. Where was Jesus? He told them to get into the boat, but he was there with them. He was there the whole time. Just like the psalmist says here uh, in Psalm 46, that God will be our ever-present help in trouble. It's amazing. So sometimes God shields us from the storms and the troubles and the difficulties. Sometimes he doesn't. And he gives us the strength to go through those times. And he can do that because he's there with us through those times. One last verse I want to read to you in Isaiah chapter 41. It says this, For I hold you by your right hand. I am the Lord your God. And I say to you, don't be afraid. I am here to help you. What a wonderful promise. So I don't know if you're going through a time of difficulty or struggle or you know, storms are happening in your life, but 
Remember what the psalmist says, that God is our refuge or our fortress. Sometimes God protects us from those times, but God secondly is our strength and our ever-present help during those times. What a blessing that is. Well, listen, let's spend some time together in prayer tonight. Thank you, Wayne. Um, we're going to begin by praying for some health needs. There were a lot of health needs this week, and we're going to end with the praises and thanksgiving this week instead of starting with it. So uh, the first person we want to pray for is Wendy Ruth. She's having a stent procedure on her heart this Friday morning. So let's pray for Wendy. I'll give you a few minutes to pray for her first. Father, we thank you for Wendy and for all that she uh, does for you and for all that she means to us. And we ask that as she goes in for this procedure, Lord, that your hand would be upon her and upon the physician performing it. We ask, God, that you would be the physician and that uh, she would sense your presence the entire time, and so would the physician. We just pray, Lord, that um, you would bring healing to her heart and that you will heal her through this procedure that she's having done. And we, uh, Leslie D. sent in a prayer request for a co-worker's grandson who is four years old and um, he um, is in a lot of pain and he is not walking. He lays down and he has a fever every day and they think it's, um, um, they're looking for a rheumatologist. They think it may be arthritis. Um, that's what the diagnosis has been. So she asked us to pray for, for um, this grandson of a co-worker. So let's pray for him. Father, we pray for this this little boy who's only four and is having all these problems and um, so much pain that he doesn't even walk. We pray that you'll help them to find a good rheumatologist that would be able to give them some help. And we thank you, Father, that you are the great physician and that you can help even when a doctor can't. So we pray for this little boy and we ask you to touch him, God. We ask for your hand of healing upon his body, upon his hips and his legs and Wherever this problem is stemming from, Father, we ask that you will touch him and we commit him to you in Jesus' name. Uh, then we want to pray for um, the Welker's nephew, Mark Anderson. He has uh, asthma and respiratory problems. It's not COVID-related, but let's pray for him. Father, we pray for Mark and we ask God that you will help him with the problems that he is having. and. Uh, enable him to be able to breathe easily. We pray, Father, that you would calm his lungs and clear his lungs and just uh, restore his, his health to him, Father. And we pray, Lord, that he would know that it was your touch that was upon him and that you would be glorified through this and bring glory to your name through this. And uh, then um, uh, Brian on the website asked us to pray for um, some of his friends, so I'll pray for those friends. And then after that, I'm going to ask you to pray for Bertie Dickerson's brother, Kelly, who has tumors on his liver, and they're trying to get him into Cleveland Clinic for a biopsy. So I'll pray for Brian's friends, and then um, we'll have you pray for Bertie's brother, Kelly. Father, we pray for um, these friends of Brian, um, for Paul and Brenda and Lauren. Father, we pray for the miracle of healing in each one of them. Lord, there's a lot of prayer for, for asking your hand to move tonight. There's a lot of prayer for healing. But God, we know you're the great physician. And we know that you can. 
that sometimes you are, well, you always are our only hope, Lord, and you always should be. So God, we pray for these three friends of Brian's and ask that you will touch them, Lord. And Father, we ask that they would know it was your touch and that they would bring honor and glory to you in their lives. Thank you, God, that, that you are the great physician and that you are our healer. And now um, we want to pray for Bertie's brother, Kelly. Father, I just agree with the prayers that have gone up for Kelly. Lord, we, we leave you to get him into Cleveland Clinic to have these tumors biopsied. And Father, we believe you to take care of this brother and to guide and undertake for all of the needs there. Thank you, God, that you alone are our refuge and our strength, and you're the one that we can depend upon for needs. In Jesus' name we pray. Okay, and then um, we, you might have had this request last week too. Um, it's for the residents and the staff at Heritage Park. Uh, COVID has um, been rising there, and uh, several of our people work there on the and staff at Heritage Park and then also um, Ray Watkins and Evelyn Whitney are also there um, as residents or patients at this time. Uh, Evelyn Whitney is Pastor Mark's mom. So let's pray for the situation at Heritage Park. Father, we pray uh, specifically for Heritage Park as they've been having problems with COVID there rising and we ask God that you will help everyone to be diligent and we pray, Father, that you would put a stop to this, that you will help them to be able to get things under control. We pray for Pastor Mark's mom and also for um, Ray Watkins and for your protection upon them. We pray, Father, that you'll be with um, Cody and others that work at Heritage Park, and we pray for your protection upon them. Father, we pray again for you to bring honor and glory to yourself through these situations that look so bad to us and are negative, but God, we know that you can bring good out of bad. We know that your ways are not our ways, God. We pray, Lord, that you that you will just bring honor to yourself through these situations that look so difficult and wrong to us. And we pray for your help for the staff and, and all that are at Heritage Park. And then we want to pray for uh, Greg Livingston's family as Greg's mom is uh, drawing close to the time when she'll meet Jesus. So um, I'll ask you to pray for his family now at this time. And then um, we wanted to pray for Leslie and Roger Hazen. Uh, Leslie, um, you, this was already announced, but she lost her favorite aunt, and so they went down to Jacksonville this week to, for the service. So um, we could pray for them while they're down there. Father, we pray for Leslie and Roger. We pray that um, you will be with them as they're down in Florida at this time. We pray, Father, for your protection for them uh, as COVID is, has been... Um, rising in many places in Florida, so we pray you might protect them while they're down there. We pray that your Holy Spirit would, more importantly, will minister to them, Lord, as they go to bid their farewells to this aunt that meant so much to them. We pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit would bring comfort to them and to all that will be there. We pray that there would be a celebration of her life, God, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Uh, I have more. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry. There were a lot of requests this yeah. week. Um, a couple more. These are for jobs. Um, Cindy Keefe's brother lost his job, but he has a second job, and he's gotten more hours with that job. So that's a good thing, but let's just pray for that situation. And then also um, Jamie Keefe's son went back to work, but he's having trouble with um, medication for his diabetes. So we pray for Cindy Keefe's brother um, with a job situation and Jamie Keefe's son. Father, we pray for Cindy Keefe's brother, Lord. We pray that you will provide. We thank you that you already are providing by him getting more hours from his other job. And God, you are the great provider. You are Jehovah Yahweh, um, the, the provider, Father. You provide. And we just ask that, that um, Cindy's brother will know you as her provider. You promise to meet all of our needs according to the riches of your glory in Christ Jesus. So we pray, Father, that you would meet every need that he has and that he would turn to you and depend upon you for the needs that he has. And we pray for Jamie's um, son who went back to work and is having problems with um, the new medication for diabetes. Father, we pray for your guidance for him, Lord, and for his doctor. We pray, Father, that you'll help his body to adjust to this medication. And uh, just we pray for guidance if he needs to be on something different, that you'll, you'll help him to know what to do, Lord, and enable him to be able to work uh, under these circumstances. And just pray that you will help him to feel better in Jesus' name. Okay, and um, two more. Um, the Welkers' son-in-law, Ryan, went back to or starting a new job and uh, was having troubles with stress and anxiety. So let's pray for him. Then let's pray for Charlie Watkins, who um, remains deployed in the Middle East and has been having to work with the crisis that was going on in Afghanistan. So um, the family is missing him. And um, let's, so let's pray for Charlie Watkins and also for Ryan, uh, the son-in-law of Kathy Welker. Father, we pray for Ryan as he's starting a new job and already was stressed out. So we pray, Father, that you would uh, calm his nerves, that you would help him to look to you to be his strength and his, and his enabler. Help him to trust in you, to not be anxious about things, but to bring his needs before you. And we pray that you'll help him as he begins this new job. Help him to learn the ropes and um, help him to find joy and pleasure in, in his work. And we pray for the Watkins family as Charlie is deployed in the Middle East. We pray, Father, for your comfort for them, for the girls as they miss him, Father, for his wife as she holds the ropes here at home. We pray, Father, that you will enable Leah and that we pray for your grace for her, Father, as um, a, a stressful time for the whole family. We pray that you'll give her the strength and the grace that she needs, Lord, to keep things steady at home. And we pray, Father, for your protection for Charlie and for your enablement for him in a very difficult job at a very difficult time. We pray that you will be with all of our soldiers that are deployed, Father. We ask, God, that you will enable them. We pray for our chaplains, that you'll help them to be able to uh, encourage our soldiers and turn their hearts to you and, and that you, they would have the right words to say to them and that they would be able to point them to, to the one who can help them. We pray, Father, that you'll draw our soldiers to yourself and that you would help them to learn to depend upon you and to come to know you. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Amen. As you noticed, we're praying for a lot of different issues tonight. Let me just pause for a quick moment and allow you to pray for something that perhaps you have concern about or a need that you have that we are not aware of that. But God is, so you pray and ask God for God's help. Lord God, I thank you that you are the Almighty One and you care enough about us to listen to our prayers. Thank you for answers to prayer. That's why we pray tonight, because we know that you listen and you have the power to meet our needs. Lord, the church family is uh, rebooting this fall, so I just pray that you will be with each segment of the ministry Pray for the out, outbound youth and the growth groups and the Discover Town at Discovery Town and, and all of the other ministries, the pastoral ministries. I pray for an infusion of your spirit's presence yes, and power. Give wisdom and direction. May the church be united together and yes, strengthened yes, in their understanding of you and what you have for us. Pray your blessing on the ministries, dear God. And Lord, we want to thank you for many things that we have received word that you have answered prayer and we rejoice together. Not only do we pray together, but we rejoice together. I, I thank you that Linda Holmes had her surgery and it went well and she's able to be home. Had a little bit of pain where the shunt was put in, but Lord, I pray that you'll Take that pain away if you haven't already done so, and that you'll continue to have your healing hand on her. But thank you for how well it's gone so far. I give you praise, dear God, that the rise in COVID infections at Cedarville University has declined, actually very rapidly in recent days, went from 12% to under 6%. I thank you for that. We rejoice in that. Pray, oh God, that you'll continue to maintain a low level there at that university, not only there, but the other Christian universities as well. Lord, several of the local people have students there, including uh, three or four from our church. Pray that you'll just continue to have your hand of blessing on the university in particular in regard to this COVID issue. Lord, uh, Nancy, uh, we rejoice with Nancy that she learned from her recent bone scan that she no longer has osteoporosis. How great that is. Mm. We rejoice with her. And, and even better than that, the, the bone walls have returned to a healthy state of mind. Thank you, Lord. To a normal thickness. We, we rejoice in that. That's good news. We thank you for your healing touch. We praise God for your healing that's taking place in Wendy Ruth's back yes. after she had her surgery. Lord, we rejoice in that. We are grateful to you for your healing hand. We thank you that Ben and Abby and Micah are in their new house 
We pray that you will bless that home. Bless that home with your presence. Bless that home with your provision. We just ask, oh God, that you will just be at work in that family. Thank you for them. Thank you for this next step that they have mm -hmm. taken. We pray for your ministry there. Lord, there are so many other things that we can praise you for. We thank you that we can come together tonight yes. to pray and to praise. Yes. We rejoice in your goodness. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for the promise that we have learned tonight in the scripture that you are our ever-present help mm -hmm. in times of trouble. We look to you. And we pray for all of this in the wonderful name of Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. So listen, we thank you that you joined us for this prayer time together tonight. We want to invite you to be sure and join us for church. 8.45 for the traditional church service. 11 o'clock is the contemporary church service. And then there's a 7 o'clock service online later on. Now, all the services are online, or you can come in person for the morning services. We hope to see you there. God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your week.